gone tripping. Yeah, all right, let's do this. Welcome, welcome. Oh, we're starting right we're now. We're starting right now. Oh, what surprised what, me? What are we waiting for? Huh? <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I guess uh, all adventures start when uh, you least expect it. I know, right? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is episode three coming at you. And uh, yeah, I think we're ready to go. We do have one thing we got to start with. <gasps> the drink of the day. Drink of the day. And I picked out today's drink. It is drum roll. Ooh. People do, at home, do, do, do. you have to do your own drum roll. Coca-Cola, California Raspberry. Raspberry. Berry. Nice. Raspberry is one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, that is <laughs> not a twist off. It's all right. I came prepared. <gasps> what? I'm an Eagle Scout, that. you know. So Eagle Scout. Eagle Always Scout over prepared. here. <laughs> did you uh did you get your like um name in the paper and stuff like that? Do they still do that? Uh I don't know, man. I was that was like fifteen years ago. Um I do know I got it right when I was like last. You don't second. remember if you were in the newspaper? I'd remember. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't know. Well, to be in the newspaper, you have to submit it. I don't know if I don't think oh. it. I don't think I was in the newspaper. This thing blows. There we go. Got one. Nice. Um, we're using a, a can opener to open bottles. I mean, we, technically, it has a bottle opener <laughs> on it, but it's always like really phoning it in. Uh, we're we're, we're going to invest it. into a gone tripping. Oh, I missed. <laughs> you got Dude. another chance. Yeah, gone tripping uh, bottle opener. Yeah. And that way when we're out doing cans or hey, screw-ons. People, I will make a promise right now. If 20 of you tell me that you want a gone tripping bottle opener, I will get you a gone tripping bottle opener. Ooh. There you go. Absolutely. That's, uh, 20 that's a 20 of you guys have there. to get together, though. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, Let's try it out. Ooh. Ah, smooth. That's really nice. Yeah, could be colder. Not gonna lie, could be colder. Hey, I was worried about putting them in the freezer. <laughs> okay. It's glass, and it will explode. Yeah. Um, we, I like I like cold drinks. We were really close. We we played it really close to the chest on the the orange and cream. Yes, one. yes, we did. Those almost exploded one hundred percent. Those were inches. But away they were from nice exploding. and cold. So they were very cold. They were almost smoothies. Well, this one is another. Uh, <laughs> Cane sugar. Yeah, cane sugar. And, I always pick uh, out cane sugar. Natural flavors. Um, Which, I mean, I I don't even ever really understand what they mean when they say natural flavors. It, is it that they're saying that the flavor is derived naturally or that it's a natural flavor? Because, I don't like, think they even know. I think it's literally to put on there because they're like, oh, it's natural. Right. Because it says California raspberry flavored cola with other natural flavors. Right. I don't know what that means. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Sounds nice. Like, because if I if I were to like if I rubbed like a banana all over a tire, yeah, <laughs> I could say it's naturally flavored. Exactly. But that wouldn't make it any more edible. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. Well, my my favorite is when you get like uh, juicy juice or some of these other kids drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like made with real juice, and then it's like. Made with ten percent, so right? Ten percent real juice. Ten percent real juice. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you might be cutting in and out a little bit there. You might oh, be a little really? too loud. 
Okay, yeah. I'll try to keep it down. Okay. We, we're still messing with the down. audio here, guys. Um, well, neither of us went to school for audio stuff, so we're well, I did. I just some... flunked out. But, oh, uh, is that right? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, if that was true, and I just like randomly like, I... threw some serious shade at you, <laughs> right? That'd be awesome. No, be like, I need your help here. <laughs> I know. Well, the nice thing is, uh, <laughs> by the next show, we should have matching mics yeah yeah the, I, think I think the matching will, mics will help a lot i think that'll change everything because right changer. now we we have a mixer and we're we're really overcompensating for the changes in mics here mm-hmm. on the mixer and so two two similar mics yeah a lot. yeah we'll be there we'll be there but uh yeah well i think that's a, a decent i'm not a huge coke guy yeah you're not a fan of the um like the darker sodas the, are you? no like uh Kind of, do I don't like know if it's beer? because it looks like used motor oil <laughs> that throws me off. Um, but sure. like, I do love root beer. Like, root beer is like one of my favorite mm. drinks. Um, okay. You know, Coke, Coca Cola, uh, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, those are all drinks that were made to as like medicine. Right. For your stomach. Right. So. That might be what it is. Is to me, it is kind of a yeah. medicine taste. Yeah, the, the like the the syrup thing kind of started with the whole like cough syrup. That, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, root beer is right up there, especially homemade root beer. My dad's homemade root beer, and you like ginger, or like ginger ale, and stuff I do like, like I, I do like ginger ale. So you like uh, I guess like more of like the bitter the, side of like the taste spectrum for yeah. I sodas. guess I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I guess. Oh, but you also like the orange and cream, and I didn't like the orange and cream because it was like too sweet for me. Yeah, I'm. I mean, that's the thing is so you're like bitter I can and sweet. I'm yeah, bitter See, I'm, and yeah. Sweet. I'm like a salty. <laughs> I like salty. I love salt. So I just oh, I'm all just over all the spectrum. Over the <laughs> I think like you just. I, like I did used to like Coke and Pepsi, but uh, I didn't. I never was a huge pop drinker. But like Bart, <laughs> you hear that, guys? He's yeah, like, pop, pop, <laughs> pop, soda pop. Um, yeah, but like Barks root beer is another weakness of mine. Mm. So if I go someplace, I usually just get water when I go out to eat or whatever. Sure. Um, but if it's like, even like when I get a, like a value meal that comes with a drink, I usually, you know, get water or lemonade. Oh, You're better for me. I'm saying <laughs> soda every single yeah, time. So I get water or lemonade and, uh, I get or, down to a science. I say Coke or Pepsi is fine. <laughs> and or, I immediately just hit them with that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if they have Powerade, you know, I'll do that usually. But if there's Barks root beer on tap. See, I'm on the Gatorade side of the Powerade Gatorade struggle. Okay. I will go for how Powerade, but I always consider that as, like, me, like, really settling. Oh, yeah. No, it's <laughs> definitely the goodwill of uh, <laughs> the goodwill of ener- or not energy drinks, but uh, uh, oh, sports yeah. drinks. You used to be able to call them energy drinks. Yeah. It was, like, real energy Yeah, drinks. real energy drinks. Yeah. No, I, I'm a Gatorade honk myself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's absolutely. just... More often, life. yeah. And everybody <laughs> that's all you it's ever, orange. But, that's all you ever have. Oh, I know. Um, but uh, no, yeah. Like I'm a Gatorade honk. Uh, if, if it was actually for worked you, for Coke, did you know that you did? I worked for Coca Cola. I didn't know that at all. While I was in college, uh, filling shelves, and that was they own Powerade, so they distribute yeah, Powerade, right? And that you know, we always got really good. Deal. Like, oh, I get good deals on Powerade. I'm like. Gatorade's so much better. So I never really took advantage of the That's deal funny. I'd get on Powerade. Yeah. Um, but uh, that might be one of my problems with Coke and soda pop in general is I saw how much oh, <laughs> was consumed yeah. by people. Yeah. And it just was mind fair. blowing. It was sure. like, it's one of the, so I 
like it's rare that we give the kids soda. Sure. Well, um, that's good. Yeah. Like, you know, special occasions when we go out to eat, it's like, okay, we'll get, it comes with a soda. But most of the time we do like juice and water and that kind of stuff. Not that we're like health nuts or anything. Sure. Um, my kids still eat gluten. <laughs> um, but like, you gotta be careful with caffeine. It's, uh, yeah, oh yeah. Getting it early is not good. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> totally. But, uh, but yeah. So like, I don't know. I just, when I worked for Coca-Cola, it was just interesting. And I, I predicted, and this is like 10 years ago. No, it was eight, yeah, eight years ago. But my prediction is, is that's the next, that's the next big lawsuit. So you had, uh, McDonald's hot coffee. Oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> you had, uh, uh, the smoking lawsuits, um, people going after the smoking industry. Uh, I think soda's next. Uh, for diabetes and different things, just, you know, and like, but Coke, it's one of the, where, where's your personal responsibility though? Sure. Right. <laughs> uh, although Coke has been, uh, sued before, uh, cause they own vitamin water and they yep. got sued because it was like not healthy at all. And <laughs> Coke's like response was that there was no way that, uh, somebody was reasonably, uh, that somebody could reasonably say that something called vitamin water was healthy. And I was like, what? <laughs> There's like two things that were like only the those are completely healthy words. Both yeah. of those two things together. It's yeah. Like fruitcake. When you put them together, <laughs> it turns into a bad thing. <laughs> well, in their defense, if it's water that's got flavoring in it with vitamins, right. they are just saying what it is. Whether sure, the vitamins sure. are good for you or not. Right. But... <laughs> it, yeah. And that's like the kind of like corporate, like, yeah, I know. Uh, loop I'm, I'm so corporate. <laughs> so Absolutely. I'm the man, <laughs> you know, uh, but you brought up the, uh, the McDonald's hot coffee thing. And obviously yeah. we're a travel podcast, so I'm not going to get too deep into this, <laughs> but a lot of people bring that up as like, uh, an example of a frivolous lawsuit, but actually totally wasn't. It was that, um, the, coffee that she was given was way hotter than it's supposed to be. It was not like a normal coffee. It was like way hotter and it like scolded her. She got like second degree burns and she initially just went to McDonald's to help her uh, with the medical bills. Right. And McDonald's like refused to pay like the 18,000 or something in medical bills. So they like had to go to court how, and it turned out to how be really they, expensive for McDonald's. How did they determine though that it was hotter than coffees usually? Oh, uh, because like she couldn't have gotten second degree burns like from the coffee if it was oh, really? if it wasn't as hot as it was yeah interesting yeah there's like regulations on how hot things can be when you like hand it to somebody you know <laughs> like it was like past that <laughs> and like McDonald's could have totally avoided the lawsuit if they just paid this poor woman's like medical stuff but they like totally refused and they built it up into this like whole thing where they were just like oh well somebody can't handle their coffee and, and so now it's like this weird like myth about it yeah do some I don't reading know. about it it's really well, weird well i'm sure it's interesting I'm like not, even not saying that there aren't frivolous lawsuits well I, and they yeah but at the, at the same time like so she got second degree burns rather than just first degree burns either way like coffee's hot that's like i mean you teach that sure to, sure, sure, to sure, sure. i mean every movie you see it's like somebody spills coffee on themselves and it's like, uh, right. Right. And, and the, uh, the thing is like when that happens, it's not like life ending or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. That coffee like was so hot that it could have been. Oh yeah. Which and, is crazy. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Um, I, I just, I think we're definitely too quick in this country to lawsuit anything. Sure. Sure. But sure. like, at least she didn't even want a loss. She just wanted them to pay the medical bills, which I mean, which for second degree burn. Yeah. And second degree burns. Like I've had second degree burns. I didn't have to go to the hospital. It's called aloe. Oh, maybe it was 
third degree burns too. I might uh, yeah. be getting my information wrong. Yeah, we'll have to go back and and read that and look at it. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's one of the it's like there's so many good cases of frivolous lawsuits and that one's like not one of them and so everybody brings it up as a frivolous lawsuit and it's so strange that's crazy <laughs> super crazy well uh we got some interesting news topics today yeah, we do um and uh we'll go ahead and let you start with oh, yours okay your first one well this one's kind of weird um and this one comes from our um newest uh producer intern um ej wolf <laughs> EJ Dowling, as it will be soon, um, and she uh, she found this article for me, uh, and it's about Congress's uh, old nuclear option. It's becoming a uh, like exhibit, basically. So Congress had this vault that they would go to if um, you know it really hit the fan, and oh yeah, uh, the rest of us were going to burn on the surface here, they had a safe place to go underground. <laughs> um, and uh, it was active from 1962 to 1992. Really? It's in West Virginia, White Sulphur Springs. And it's hidden inside a Greenbrier resort. So it's basically this hotel. And they got this like crazy like Scrooge McDuckian vault. Like I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about like one of those like wall vaults. Yeah. You know, where it's like just the yeah. handle and the It center. looks like a steering wheel. On yeah, the exactly. Just completely silly. Uh, they have this like giant thing hidden behind a wall in this resort that Congress would go to. Uh and it's been decommissioned, basically. Won't be used for that purpose. Who knows where they're going to go now? I'm sure they got another spot. Oh, I'm sure they got something else, but for sure. Now you can go see it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and so you can so go you... see where like the uh, the corporate elites would have been. I think that's really cool. <laughs> and uh, hopefully they don't charge an arm and a leg to go do it. Right. But, no, uh... I don't think so. Um, and Oh, actually, I have that information right here. $39. Oh. That's not too bad. It's not terrible. Yeah. Unless you have, you know, a family of five. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's by party, but yeah, for sure. Um, and hopefully you get to see more than just like everything behind glass, like sit in chairs, like, Oh, right. Yeah. And that's me, like that's... the thing is like the pictures for this article and I'll post the article after the episode drops. Um, it, uh, it, the, really the cool thing about it is like, Everything looks like oh, it's just like cool. straight from the 1960s. Oh yeah, totally. So like that's... if you're if you're doing like a historical movie right now and you need like a couple of great places to do scenes, <laughs> like this is where you'd go. And my favorite thing is they have like this doctor's office, and it looks like if you had medical issues in that bunker, <laughs> you were never going to get out alive because this this place looks like it's like just to the top with 1960s best tech. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you know what this story reminds me of. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a show that I've been watching Look for a while, book. and uh, oh, that is awesome. Yeah, is that yeah. wallpaper? Yeah, that's the wallpaper. That is the coolest wallpaper ever. Yeah, that's the original <laughs> wallpaper. And now they have the the wall totally off to the side, you know, so you can always see the vault. But like that wall was in front of the vault. That is awesome. That is super awesome. <laughs> Well, that's not too far from us. Maybe we'll have to do a show oh, there. Yeah, that would That'd be, be awesome. really cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Actually, and they uh, they have a lot of the areas, um, a lot of like the big rooms where they would like hold meetings and stuff like that. Mm. They still allow events and stuff like that. So I bet we totally could. Oh, totally. Them. That'd be really cool. And they probably, sweet. yeah. Well, I was going to say, it reminds me of the show we watched, uh, Last Man on Earth. Oh, yeah. I like that show. <laughs> Ren got me to go start going through it. And, yeah. Uh, well, I'm like, Season four now. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. You didn't count up. So have you seen the one with Kristen Wiig yet? Literally 
last night. Okay. I watched that episode. Okay. Her like whole backstory thing. Okay. Yeah, so you, she's it. in like the bunker like that. Yeah. That yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's so good that I was. Yeah. To, exactly. Good oh, timing. Man, if anybody else is watching it, I'm so sorry about spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although that's not too bad. I, Most of the show, like even if you know exactly what's going to happen, it's still like insane how it goes down. Well, and the thing is, it's like been on for three or four years. So I don't feel terrible yeah, i'm late i'm late to this game it's like i mean you know i haven't even season seen, four it's i haven't it's, even uh my the show i'm gonna watch after this one uh uh is entourage i haven't seen entourage mm, yeah interesting I kinda, like put it off forever yeah i watched um and now there's an actual aquaman movie like yeah it's kind of <laughs> silly because like the whole shtick was that like an aquaman movie would never happen yeah yeah <laughs> it's just and uh, the guy that got to play Aquaman looks nothing like no, that no, guy, no, no. Adrian Grenier or whatever. They went in a different direction with it. But, that uh, dude's bringing sexy back. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, and he, Yeah, he's muscular. Yeah. But uh, I think it would be hard to swim being that muscular, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at Phelps, he looks like a, a human dolphin. He doesn't look like... He, he's not, yeah, he's not a bodybuilder. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, that's... That's pretty cool, though. I uh, I definitely think we should check into that because that's yeah. definitely close by. Yeah, um, check it out, guys. They do daily tours. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the one uh, my first story has to do with this is kind of something that just annoys me. I feel like it's really prevalent in the travel industry, mm. um, and uh, just kind of shaming <laughs> people for wanting to travel, oh, um, sure. and almost kind of like well, elitism. In yeah. the fact of like, well, you know, I I wear uh, North Face, so right. I can go hike a trail, but you don't have any. Yeah, you don't have the right gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wearing a $500 jacket, so you can't. Right. And uh, or you have, you know, your kids, <laughs> you know, don't have. They have you know Walmart shoes, so they shouldn't. You know, you're just you're not a hiking family. Um, but I, I so I think there's there's that kind of stigma in the industry. Mm. Um, and I don't think stories like this help at all, but this is, uh, from a guy who says, dear dictionaries, this is why over tourism should be your 2018 word of the year. Wow. So it is a very pretentious start. Yes. <laughs> well, it, it, the first paragraph talks about how if you go to, uh, uh, Collins, uh, which is there with um, like Merriam-Webster dictionary. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Right. But if you go to Collins and you look it up, it says uh, this is the definition you'll see. Um, it reads the phenomenon of a popular destination or site becoming overrun with tourists in an unsustainable or unsustainable way. And he goes, "I should know. I wrote it." <laughs> so, oh, that, yeah, that's the first paragraph. <laughs> So oh, he, he talks about over tourism, how it should be the word of the year for 2018, much like, um, uh, let's see here, uh, youth quake, fake news and post truth. So the only one I've heard about that one is fake news. The other two, I've not heard anything before. I've heard. So I don't know what youth quake means. I, yeah, I have no idea what youth quake is. Um, that's a, that's a new one. <laughs> uh, I've heard like uh post truth. That's like uh we're living in a post truth like era because like uh the the facts aren't as important as like the feelings you know that's, oh so that's gotcha say. gotcha so, so i've heard that one so like, it kind of goes in tangent with like guilty news. before you know anything is proven is that- yeah well just like in the sense like uh you know like sure uh you know uh 
uh, people who text and drive kill more people than people who don't. But the truth is, I isn't... feel like I can text and drive. Oh, you know? so gotcha. It, it doesn't matter if that's the statistic. Gotcha. We're in a post-truth world. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Mostly caused by the information age and how relevant <laughs> and how prevalent the truth is, but people like to ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so this guy goes into over tourism. He's got a really uh, and he, he writes uh, for the travel. Uh, section of the uh, Telegraph, which is an English uh, uh, publication. Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks about how tourism has you know, been taking its toll on destinations for decades um, and, and how it basically is ruining these destinations. And I, I get it. Like I get the premise of it. And I think if he wasn't coming so strong, <laughs> right, right. it would be easy to like, oh yeah, let's have a discussion about it. But I feel like yeah. it's like, no, this is truth and this is fact. Sure, sure. Yeah, I agree. I think there's like a line between like conservation of a site mm-hmm. because of overpopulation and gatekeeping. Like, oh, no, yeah. this is my spot. Well, and, and like, you know, you guys are ruining it by coming here. And he's even talking about like places like uh uh the Eiffel Tower and right and things like that. And I've been to the Eiffel Tower, and it is you know, quote unquote, ruined by mm-hmm. how many people. I mean, it took me <laughs> I think three hours to get to the top and fifteen minutes to get down, and it's just because of how many people there are, and they have two elevators, and it wasn't built for a billion people to oh, see it. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, it's like the only reason it's worth seeing is because everybody wants to see it. So exactly. it, it, it wouldn't <laughs> it's, matter. Yeah. Well, it's not like everybody can like go home because like, okay guys, it's pop- overpopulated. So get out of here. Right. But right. like at the same time for me, I wouldn't stand in line for, even if I was and this is the type of person I am. If I was in Paris and went there and there was a line of people and it was going to take me three hours to wait in line, I'd probably just move on because I don't find like the Eiffel tower looks cool, but it's not so cool that I'm going to spend three hours waiting. Right. In line. And for anybody planning their trip to um, Paris right now, um, I hate to burst your bubble, but Eiffel tower is not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> go, go see it. Go see it. Take but a don't, picture. You don't need to get to yeah. the top of it because then you're at the top of it. And all you can see is Paris without the Eiffel tower. Unless you're going to propose, I guess like maybe sure. that's, that's but even still, yeah. <laughs> you, you probably will want to break it off by the time you get up there. Exactly. You have to be, you're, you're either the stairs. Oh yeah. Like 30,000 stairs or <laughs> an elevator with like you and like 30 tourists. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and like, and that's the thing is like the, when you go to the outdoor setting, like anybody who's been to Arches national park mm. It is packed with tourists. Like there's tourists everywhere. Um, That one's yeah. But it's still fun to go to. Like I would still go there. Like if you said, "Hey, let's go next week," and we had the ability to do it, like we'd go and we'd have a good time. We'd see a lot of people because it is like one of the busier parks in Utah. But then I would be like, "Okay, let's drive an hour and a half over to uh, Capitol Reef National Park," and we'd have a lot of fun. And we'd be secluded. Like there's not a lot of people there. Sure. Especially like actually hiking and doing things. So, um, so there's, there's different aspects of it, but like New York city has been over tourized forever. Right. I mean, the whole city, but it's like, I mean, do we have to like, do we have to turn everything into like where we create new words just to like, I don't know. I just right, feel make like people it's, feel bad. It's like, yeah. <laughs> especially when it's, when the tour spot is because you want to go see a thing. Yeah. Like, of course it's going to be crowded. Like there's oh, yeah. no, there's no 
bar for entry. Yeah. But if, if you want to go based on an activity, I want to go on a hike, then like, okay, well, at least it's only people who are interested in hikes. Yeah. But it's like, you know, arches or the Statue of Liberty or <laughs> it's like, man, you just like Google it because it, it, that experience will be about what you'll get if you don't at least make it about like who you're going with. Yeah. Well, and, and, and realistically, when it comes to I, I, I'm, I'm more focused on the outdoor type of activities. But when you get to those things, if you're worried about that, it shouldn't be like, OK, how do we stop people from coming and seeing this? Right. Yeah. What are you going to like put yeah. a turnstile out yeah, there? Yeah. Like, or just oh, like a thousand people or just like out. put a lock on it. It's like, oh, you can't go see this anymore. Yeah. No, no the, the, the conversation it. should be how can we get as many people as possible to come and see this? Right. But make it so it's not going to ruin the area and ruin those things, which is what like national parks try to do. But even they kind of overstep the, the bounds right. of what need to be done um, to really uh, make it so as many people because why hide these things? People want to see them for a reason. They're right, beautiful, right. especially these natural uh, resources. These natural things have been created, and um, I, it's just—it's why it's—I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I understand the worry of you know ruining the environment around it. Sure, those type and of that, that is a big concern. I mean, like yeah. especially with national parks, like when you have like a certain amount of just foot traffic. Yeah, like you can end up ruining the area that you're, you're, uh, we were talking about the, um, the evening primrose yeah. think, episode one. Um, and I mean, that plant was almost, uh, completely eradicated from it, the face of the planet because of foot traffic. Exactly. So it, it's absolutely concerned. It, well, it's, 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 and that's the thing. It's a concern, but the answer is not like, cause when I read articles like this, it's like, Let's just stop, like, right, and like yeah, you get shamed, like you shouldn't be traveling, you shouldn't be traveling, you shouldn't be traveling, or you shouldn't right. go see this place. And I think it, the discussion needs to be like, okay, how do we, how do we not make it so people can't see this, but how do we make it so as many people as possible can come and see this, right, safely, right? Because yeah, exactly, if, if they had just been like, well, we don't want this flower, you know, to go extinct, let's just shut down the park where it grows, oh yeah, to allow it to come back. It wouldn't have had like the support, you know, you'd have a lot less people who would know about it. Exactly. So what they did was they just had people who they, they would fence off areas. They would train people. They would have people who were going in. They would make sure they knew why they couldn't go into areas. You know, they were just a lot more like candid about it and oh, yeah. coming. And because of that, they got a lot of support and now it's no longer endangered. So I think that's like the same kind of yeah. thing. Well, and it's like like Yellowstone's a perfect example. Mm. <clears throat> Yellowstone, they have to do it a lot because you can die, <laughs> and there's always going to be those knuckleheads. And don't don't be the knucklehead. Right. When you go to places, like be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't like I want to be the first person to get a picture doing this. You know, just right. be respectful and enjoy and quit trying to be like. We're trying to go viral, really. Like that's what I we're think to go viral. you'll end up enjoying like the trip. Like, and I understand the urge to. I mean, we're making a podcast about traveling, so yeah. you know, I understand the urge to like try to get your like your name out there for this cool thing that you're doing. But it's like if you're going to be ruining the experience for everybody else, everybody else after oh, yeah. you, the only reason you'll get popular is because everybody will watch your video to yeah. see what happened. Exactly. <laughs> Why? Oh, you just eradicated this bird or something. Well, and like, and Yellowstone is, is basically, it's on top of a underground volcano. Like, right. So there's spots where you if you careful. don't walk on the boardwalk that they put in there 
We don't walk. Excuse me, these sodas. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but if you don't walk, you know, <laughs> if you don't walk on the trails, you have the, the the reason they have that stuff there is because if you walk directly on the ground, you literally could fall through the crust of the ground and end up like being boiled alive. Right. Oh wow. So yeah. so I mean, and that's the thing is, so they they have these things in place. Are they always perfect? No. There's always going to be those knuckleheads. Uh, two years ago, uh, and it seems like three or four times a year this happens, but. Two years ago, um, I'd just gotten back from Yellowstone, and it had been like within a month of me getting back. And then there was a story of a, a brother and sister from Oregon who wanted to go hot springing oh, in man. Yellowstone. And so they, which is not allowed. <laughs> yep. So they went on hiking this trail and then and found one out in the middle of nowhere where there were no, um, nobody watching. And anyway, the brother got in and was boiled alive. Like, and it's so acidic, like it literally just, sure. he was done. And so the sister couldn't do anything. And, uh, wow. anyway, um, they never found it. Like he literally, cause like even getting out of that water, I imagine is extremely difficult. Oh like, yeah. Well, it's, get, it's getting out of it. And you know, we're talking about <laughs> second, third degree burns, right, like literally yeah. not only getting burned, but you're being eaten by yeah. acid because it's so acidic. Right. And, yeah. uh, and, and a lot of those. It's stripping your body of the water at the same time as it's <laughs> yeah. like heating you up. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, That's not good. Yeah. It's almost kind of the uh, opening scene of Dante's Peak if you've ever seen that. But oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> you'll, yeah. Watch it. And you'll oh, see. I was thinking like Terminator. But, uh, like, you know, like, but, oh, yeah. No, kind yeah. of the same thing. It's like eating away everything. But yeah. So, so over tourism, but like, and, and, and that's where I just, I mean, fake news uh he brought up fake news and it's just like okay yeah there's a lot of fake stories out there but at the same time like it's gotten so overused it doesn't mean anything anymore right and yeah, it's almost it's a like, cop-out for people like yeah. I, I don't agree with that so it's fake news like <laughs> whenever there's like a word of the year i always consider that like the the, the thing that we abused that mm-hmm. year more than anything and if honestly if they want to add that to to that uh, to that pile i'm all for it oh yeah <laughs> well and i was reading and and, and so I, words i feel like are something that they are powerful, but at the same time, they're way overemphasized, especially when it's sure. like one word. Um, I was reading another article the other night, and it was some lady from Ireland who came over and spent a lot of time here in the States, and she, like, all over in big cities. She went to, like, some national parks and stuff, and she's like, 17 gripes I have with Americans. <laughs> and she started out with, like, I never talked about America. I love, like but these are things that bother me. Sure. And one of them was that we overused the word awesome. And I was like, I say awesome a lot. Yeah, we do. But, oh yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> who cares? Like who cares? Sure. Um, I mean, I bet if I went over to Ireland, there are a lot of words I can make fun of that they use. Sure. And, but you can't say them on this podcast. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like bloody nose. Um, anyway. yeah. uh, my favorite thing when I was in Dublin, uh, that, they say that's like weird is they if you bring up somebody if i'm like oh yeah uh, actually and i can use it in my example for what i'm going to talk about next yeah. um if i'm like oh yeah bear grills did this they'll for the conversation they'll say you're man oh. about it and it's like i don't know why but it's so endearing it's oh like, yeah oh yeah my man yeah. Like, <laughs> well like, like bear grills well and that's the thing like my it's, buddy it's, it can be fine and fun and yeah, well, and this lady isn't going off topic here, but I just feel like this attitude is is the same type of thing, right? Right. Of this over tourism, but like even she's like, you smile too much, oh, and and she's sure. like, she's like, I never know when it's a sincere smile or not, and it's like, are you okay? If you can't figure out sincerity, then you're probably the problem because. Sure. 
I can tell if somebody's sincere or not, whether they're sure. smiling or not. But like for Europe, I could definitely they they don't smile. Well, as and often. that's that's what she brought up, and she's like, "Yeah, I smile too often." Yeah. And I'm like, "No such thing." Like, sure. <laughs> like, and their personal space is very like here in America. We like a lot of personal space. Oh yeah, I mean, we like big cars. We like lots of land around us. We we like lots of. They're talking things. to you, and they're and, like right here. Yeah, they they get <laughs> close. Yeah, especially even in cars, the bubble like, is gone. I thought I thought <laughs> I knew what tailgating was. No, no tailgating. Oh, yeah is when when you can see the reflection of your license plate in their <laughs> bumper you know that's tailgating yeah no that's awesome um but but yeah my neck my if you don't mind yeah no I just, i'll just finish off with this is uh oh, yeah not just the word over tourism but the words in general let's get over it move on and when it comes to over tourism <laughs> don't be part of the problem because part of the problem with over tourism is knuckleheads who go to someplace and they ruin it for other people sure enjoy it but make sure you leave it just as good as you left it so other people other people can enjoy it so absolutely agreed yeah well um this is uh this is kind of weird uh i don't know how i feel about something like this but so my next news thing is bear grills adventure park bear grills is teaming up with uh does he still have his show i don't think so okay uh, I should have looked that up before talking about Probably it. Probably made a bunch of money off of the Walmart sales. Oh, <laughs> of is his, that right? Of yeah. his gear. Yeah. Right, exactly. And this is basically, I think now it's kind of the Bear Grylls like, brand, which is kind of upsetting. I kind of liked it when he was just like a survival dude. Yeah. But I understand. So it's going to be in uh, uh, Birmingham, United Kingdom, um, and it's going to be an 8,000 square meter attraction park, basically. Oh, really? It's going to have indoor skydiving, climbing, uh, the highest free roam high ropes in Europe. Um, it's going to be this whole, like, basically, like, obstacle course, like, training for, uh, like, uh, what do they call it? Um, oh, man, I can't think of the name now. Oh, like, that competition. Uh like Beastmaster is kind of like it, but that's Beastmaster, not the... like Iron Man or like yeah, 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 like okay. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, where there's like some crazy obstacle course and like oh yeah, some, like tough people... mutters. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, all the different races yeah. that have all the different obstacles and things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Beastmaster is my favorite, but okay. it's not popular. <laughs> um, it, it sounds kind of uh, Dungeons and Dragons ish. So yeah, probably... <laughs> and, and I think that's all, honestly why it didn't get very popular. But like Terry Crews is like uh, the I announcer. I know love he's that the announcer guy. for the American team, and it's on. Amazing! That's it's awesome. So good. I'll go check it out because that yeah, guy is Netflix. hilarious. Super good. Um, and especially if you like that whole like uh, Iron Man like challenge kind of stuff. Like, oh yeah. I think what Beastmaster does is it, it, it's just like no nonsense. It they just like <laughs> they'll do like every once in a while they'll do like a two minute like what's your story kind of thing. But most of the time it's just like boom. Okay, that guy fell. Start the next guy. Boom, that guy fell. Okay, where's you know just move, move, move. But anyway, um. So uh, it sounds like the whole park is going to be like that, but it's Does like, say where it's going to be. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Birmingham. Oh, okay. In, in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, it's like Alabama. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, uh, uh, the, uh, the original one. Interesting. Um, and so I, I mean, if I got an opportunity to go, I would definitely go check it out, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath on it being like the next big thing. Oh yeah. I think that the novelty of that kind of thing kind of wears out like it's kind of like the escape room thing too yeah it's like i think they're really cool and i haven't done one yet and yeah i really want to do one i think there's one here in hagerstown there, actually there we should do one yeah totally um we should totally do one 
oh, we should do the first ever podcast inside of inside of one. And yeah, you could, right. You could watch a struggle to get through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, but th- we have to definitely can't do that live just in case we totally fail. So I, we could just ignore it and pretend like we never. Well, if if I'm allowed to bring my wife, I think we can get out of it pretty quick. Nice. Yeah, you could definitely. She's bring kind wife. of psychopath genius. Good. So yeah. good. Perfect. <laughs> She'll either get us out or uh, she's not a psychopath. Eat us alive. I just mean yeah. she's a genius, like psychopaths sure. are really smart. She's really smart. But she's no, not a psychopath. No. Honey, I love my wife. honey, we just decided to, to yeah. skip episode three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. there, there is no episode three. Yeah, it's not very really good. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I mean, and I think the whole escape room thing, like, it's, they're really cool. And I think that there should be more, like, physical activities that people get involved in. But I think it becomes kind of a fad as once you've done it. You can't do it again. Oh, yeah. And until they, like, decide to change it up. Like, and that's an expensive thing. Maybe Bear, Bear Girls can do it. Maybe he's got enough of that, like. Well, at the same time, people go to amusement parks all the time, and it's the same stuff. So, sure, sure, yeah. But I like, so, like, I guess it depends on. I don't see. That's the thing. People who are doing this stuff outside of the park, like, outside of this adventure park, probably won't go there. Probably won't be. But people, like. Like, you're not getting me to jump out of a plane. Right. But I've kind of been like, oh, it'd be interesting to do one of those tunnels where, you know, the skydiving tunnels they have. You know what right. I'm talking about, right? Exactly. It kind of reminds you of Willy Wonka. But, like, <laughs> I could probably, like, I'd be and interested in trying one of those. Be. Yeah. It's going to be like the, uh, like, so you think you can survive in the wild. Yeah. Like, Willy Wonka. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Edition. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, that's probably pretty interesting for sure. Yeah. Uh, England, I think, is an interesting place to start it, but. Yeah, that's my other thing, too. I think that if you were going to do it, you would start somewhere like California or something. Something yeah. with a more mild climate that you can also, like, attract. The trendsetters. Out. Yeah, attract more, like, active active people. I don't know exactly. how active Bur- Birmingham is, like, as a. I've never been. Yeah. I mean, Eventually, been, one day. Yeah, I've been to London, but. And I, it wasn't, like, the most active city I've been to, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, no, for even, sure. Like, even something like Holland or something where they ride bikes all the time, at least yeah. that would be like, it wouldn't be that hard to convince people. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be, that'd be interesting for sure. Well, so my, my next news story is kind of weird. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, there are some scientists, uh, Russian German scientists that are coming out and thinking they can actually, uh, clone the woolly mammoth and bring it back. What? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, the woolly mammoth <laughs> didn't didn't go extinct until after like human civilization had already started. I yeah, think, like I think the pyramids were being constructed. There were still woolly mammoths. Exactly. So that's crazy. Yeah. So they, they says woolly mammoths could rise from the dead after tens of thousands of years as part of a landmark scientific plan uh, plans to clone the long extinct beasts. So you have Harvard University scientist George Church and his team. So we even have some American scientists uh, using DNA recovered from one of the long extinct beasts that was found perfectly preserved in Arctic ice after dying oh. 42,000 years ago. So, ask. so they, and that's one thing about woolly mammoths, they were in the Arctic. So if anything's going to get preserved. Right. <laughs> and the, see the, the problem that like the whole Jurassic park thing, like the reason that it couldn't happen is it's not because we lack the technology to extract DNA from a mosquito or something yeah. like that. I'm sure we could even find something like that, but the, the half-life of like DNA, oh yeah, like after 
Well, they weren't hanging out in the Arctic, like right. the woolly mammoths sure. were. So maybe that's the other interesting thing, too, is I wonder if they found anything with, like, a saber-toothed tiger right. that hung out in the Siberian, Yeah, you know, that would be sweet. That would be super cool. Yeah, because I, yeah. like, I know even if it's, like, totally frozen that it still breaks down eventually. But I yeah. think woolly mammoths have were they died out so soon, like, yeah. comparatively, yeah. Uh, that we can still do it. And that's awesome. Yeah. So that'd be interesting to see because, and the reason I brought it up for travel news is if that were to happen, that'd be something I totally would. I mean, this is like back yeah. when they used to, uh, Jesse James, after his death, they put him on ice and sent him on a train around the country. <laughs> <laughs> like traveling circuses could come back in the fact of just bringing a woolly mammoth and just bring it around to see it. I would, I would pay money to see a woolly mammoth. Um, yeah, absolutely. Th- those seem pretty cool. And they're like, Twice the size of elephants, apparently. So yeah, they, they're uh, yeah. huge, huge creatures. It, like, and so what? My my only concern is that we're gonna like Jurassic Park ourselves. <laughs> we're gonna like we're gonna create this thing, and then like we're gonna totally lose control, and it's gonna like. I don't think it's gonna like go stomping through like cities, taking yeah. out cars or anything <laughs> like that. But I could totally see it like ravaging some kind of like plants. Well, oh, I could. I I got a movie idea right now. Instead of Godzilla or uh, King Kong. <laughs> Oh yeah, and you just woolly mammoth. It, you just name it woolly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I well, and that's the thing is, I don't think they should clone it to like bring back woolly mammoths. Right. I think it's. I mean, I wouldn't put woolly mammoths back in the wild. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I think there's a reason they I mean, were like, extinct. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it'd be interesting for like really good zoo exhibit. Um, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but I mean, what do I know? I'm not a scientist either. Yeah. Not that they know everything, but <laughs> yeah. And uh, man, I wonder too, like, um, like if they have any idea how like domesticatable yeah. a woolly mammoth would be. Cause it, if it's like, if I can ride a woolly mammoth, I'm definitely doing oh, that before I die. Totally. Right. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm in that line. Yeah. But if it's like, yeah, so we created this thing, but as soon as it sees people, it's just going to shred you up. Oh yeah, like, exactly. Then obviously, which I feel like a saber tooth tiger would definitely, but that's just, you definitely. know, from watching oh, I don't know. I, ice every age, once in a while, I feel like that yeah, ice age ruined guy. it for me. Well, the, there was one good guy, but he was yeah. protecting him from all the other bad that's guys. True. So that's there's true. good and bad. I always wondered where he was getting food because I mean, like we saw them like almost mm, the whole journey. Yeah. Like, he wasn't eating anything. <laughs> I feel like, okay, this is totally off topic. But brought up Ice Age. I feel like Ice Age is basically land before time. Oh, absolutely. Just like with shifted. Ray Romano. Yeah, shifted. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Same plot line, um, just different area. <laughs> but they yeah, could totally make. Agree. And then they, they eventually did the whole dinosaur one too. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I you know I get it. You can only have so many land before times. I think they're like at land before time twenty three or something yeah. like that. So yeah. they had it, but it just shows I was super into that one. I was like, it, it just shows how easy it is to uh, rebrand and do the same thing. Just change the characters. So yeah, yeah but hey, uh, at least they changed the character. Exactly. That's true. At least they hey, changed. It's not something we're getting anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> now they just, it's kind of not like they didn't do like with Sandlot when they made Sandlot two and got brand new characters. Okay, and tried, so this oh, weekend ruined <laughs> this weekend. I was watching uh, a new sci-fi show popped up on my Netflix and I'm like, Oh, absolutely. So I started that. And I was watching, I was really enjoying it, and there was, like, this crazy robot, like, creature thing that came out, and it was super cool, and it was, like, I was so into the show. And then at the end, the the robot creature thing said, um, 
Danger Will Robinson. And I realized it was like a Lost in Space it, uh, remake. Yeah. And I like then I looked at the name and I was like, oh, it's called Lost in Space. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. Oh man. But I, I I didn't like I haven't been able to watch it since. And it's it's so childish, it's so petty of me almost. <laughs> but like I almost can't do it because it's like a remake. Well, okay, but I, I agree with you though. Because that's the thing. I, I have such a huge problem right now because I feel like ninety percent of what's coming out right now, yeah, as far as entertainment like, is regurgitated nostalgia. from the eighties and nineties and it's like, come Absolutely. on. Like let's Absolutely. come up with something new. And uh And I think there's like a there's an aspect of it that makes sense in the sense that um, like, okay, well, when this movie first came out, you know, we didn't have the technology to really do it right. Like, fine. Like, um, uh, World of Worlds. Like, that movie. You never saw it. You never saw it? Wow. <laughs> so, uh, this is. This you remember is, who you're talking to here. Yeah, well, okay. Most, most of the time, you're I don't do a lot of sci fi. Yeah. <laughs> see, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that baseball movie I hadn't yeah. seen. <laughs> you, we might have to, you might have to. Take my wife to these sci-fi movies because I, right. I just don't do sci-fi, but because um, she all she loves them. Oh, but, I do uh, too. Uh, well, but yeah, like the same type of thing. Like I feel like because we we actually talked about this uh, just on our own last week, but they're coming out with um, uh, Mary Poppins, a oh, remake yeah, yeah. of Mary Poppins. That's right. And I'm like, oh, th- this will be interesting. They're going to get really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily Blunt looks like she looks like Julia um, Julie Andrews. Right in this, and so and now they can actually do like the flying away thing without it looking like she's well, like being lifted up. And by from a what I from what I look from what it looks like is like it's not trying to remake the exact same movie right. with new characters. It almost from what the previews I've seen, it looks like they're going. Oh, she's back. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, and in like so, a different form, kind of it, thing. Well, yeah, like well, it's still her, but it's like sure. she's back because you know she was this mythical person who like I got to go on to the next person. Right. And that's how I kind of left that. Sure. So I'm interested to see if they do a good job with it. Not like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Right. The original was just awesome. Right, and, and that's then- the thing is like uh, <laughs> when when the original did a fine job, I don't understand like like uh when they redid Karate Kid. Wh- which one? Three. Because one and two weren't terrible. No, no. I'm oh, talking you're talking about, about yeah when they redid it with like with Jackie that, Chan and stuff and, like that. And uh, the Jaden Smith. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that one, at least it wasn't like a remake. It was like a totally new like um, kind of spin on it. You know, it was a totally yeah. different character, different setting. It was there instead of in America. Yeah. So like I liked what it was doing with it, but at the same time, like Karate Kid was great. Oh yeah, you one and two were good. That. Yeah, three and I, four were horrible. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a, a four. Yeah, so. Hillary Swank. Was uh, in Karate Kid three or four? I can't remember which one, but she's the female version of uh, Danny Russo. Oh, so um, oh, they went that angle. And and yeah, like, and it's just like eh. <laughs> what they needed to do was change the name of it, right? You know, and then they could have a different character, yeah, and, like, and use the same the plot line. Is, and yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, when uh, Avatar came out, you know, yeah, like the big James Cameron, like that was Dances with Wolves, like and Pocahontas. Like it, that movie was just other movies, but on an alien planet. Yeah, and I I'm not against that movie. Like totally, if you want to like just take that plot and like put and like as long as I can't tell while I'm watching the movie, <laughs> fine. But if you're gonna call it the same thing and follow the same plot, then don't make that movie. Right. Exactly. I don't need it. I, don't need it. I already got that movie. <laughs> yeah. No. I. It's uh. It's one of those things where I feel like for sure. If the movie's been made in like last 20, 30 years, 
Right. Excuse me, pop. Um, then it should like it should be rule number one. Like you can't remake that movie. Mm. But if it's from like you know fifty years, okay, we can remake a movie from fifty years ago. Sure. Totally. Uh, you know, I think that could be like the totally. standard. But right now, it's like, hey, let's make Ghostbusters again, and right. And the same thing, like let's make Ghostbusters again. Not that I have any problem with women, but it's like let's make an all women cast right. of Ghostbusters. I'm like, you didn't change anything, right? That's almost like, as weird as an all guy cast of yeah, Ghostbusters. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that word wasn't I the same guys. I didn't like, see the movie, so I don't know if in the movie they have a reason for it. But I yeah. like, I feel like the second movie should just been like a diverse cast. You oh, know? well, instead of all this, guys or all girls. This is what I think. If they were gonna do it what it should have been was all the guys that were in the original. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you can get and them back. 20 years later and then they're, Oh, they're like training the next, like the ex- interns. Exactly. Yeah, that would but like, awesome. see, that would be cooler than I'd just like, let's get like brand new people and then try to create some storyline. But, uh, but that would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. So on the next episode of, uh, Ren and Cameron talk movies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on to, uh, <clears throat> the, my last story here. Um, as far as news goes, mm-hmm. uh, it says we are witnessing the death of the millennial hipster and it could cost the travel industry, le- uh, industry dear. Oh, um, so this is talking about how, uh, the basically millennial hipster just travel on a whim type thing could hurt the industry and how it's changing. Uh, mm. the big long beards it says is going away and these kind of hipster millennial trends are starting to fall to the wayside. And they think it's going to really hurt the tourism industry. And I was like going, or is it going to enhance the tourism industry? Because all of a sudden, I mean, I feel like one of the big segments that the tour, the tourist industry is really missed on is families. Mm. And so even like the whole point of, you know, I'm really interested to see this thing in West Virginia from your first story. 39 bucks doesn't sound like a lot. But when you have five people, it does. Right. So if you're a group of five, if you're a group of five friends and you're each individually paying $39, it's not a big deal because it's only $39. But if you're a mom and dad and it's going to be, you know, 80 bucks for just you two and then, you know, and even they're like, oh, for kids under 10, it's half price. Like, oh, great. So now, now it's only 1750 or something like that. And it's, that's still an expensive price for, you know, three or four kids. Um, and so I, I think, I think it could be a good thing. I think it opens up opportunity to really hit a market such as the family, um, and, and really, uh, help tourism out in the long run as a millennial. And, uh, are you a millennial? Do you fit? I am. I am like right between. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. So 1983 is when I was born. And according to survivor, uh, who did millennials versus, uh, oh, what's the other, Generation uh, X or whatever. Oh yeah, Gen Xers. Yeah, Gen Xers. They it was like two or three up, uh, seasons ago, but they did. Um, it was like 1982 was the cutoff for Generation X, and then 1984 was the beginning of, oh, so you're of no Millennial. One. So I am yeah. like right in between <laughs> so a Gen funny. Xer and a Millennial, according to them. Okay, so well, yeah, I'm for sure a Millennial. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have I have characteristics of both. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, because I mean you grew up. I think the for me how I kind of define Millennials is that you grew up 
at some point in your in you growing up, computers were a thing. You know? Oh yeah, like, and even if it was when you were a teenager, like yeah. as long as you were still with your in your parents' house when you got your first computer, yeah, like that's what I consider millennials. So, as a millennial, uh, we don't seem to be able to win. Uh, every article, maybe every not letter, just computer, maybe it's internet. Yeah, internet. We sure. had a computer for. Like my whole time growing up, but it was like one of these old Macintosh. Oh like, right, yeah. I mean, word, uh, yeah. But I guess like the modern definition. Yeah, computer, but then like, like it was like ninety eight, like, like ninety five, ninety eight, right yeah. in there that right. we actually got internet, and that was right. that and was that, a big that deal. Changes everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but every other article, it's like uh, millennials are doing this, and it's killing this industry. <laughs> well, millennials like stopped doing this, and now it's killing this industry. <laughs> Man, it's like I. And, like, I'm not usually one of these guys that, like, is on this, like, millennials, like, fight. I think it's really, I think it's every generation has a problem with the next generation coming up. (laughs) Um, But I'm so tired of these, like, weird, like, accusatory articles. Like, I was reading one that was, like, uh, millennials don't use napkins and it's totally killing the napkin industry. I was like, man, come on. (laughs) This is a total stretch. Oh, man. That's awesome. We don't use napkins enough now. Well, well, it's it's one of those things where I think think you're right. It goes back to the uh, putting a label on everything. Right. And it's like when I was growing up, uh, you heard Generation X, but you didn't really like it was brought up it was like when you went to a novelty store that's when you would hear like a t-shirt that like gen xer you know or whatever but it wasn't one of those things where you were constantly uh hearing about and that's again the internet coming in sure which is part of millennials (laughs) problem is the internet making post every yeah yeah hearing all the flack we're getting (laughs) exactly and so like back in the 60s and 70s when you had hippies um, they got a lot of flack from the news and that kind of stuff, but it wasn't. They as weren't over- watching the news. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> overblown, but now it's like internet, like boom, really and everything's in your face. And so instead of stupid people just being like, oh, labeled stupid people, sure. it's like, oh, well, you know, all of a sudden, it, here's the thing Tide Pods. <laughs> and I know I'm cutting out, so I apologize uh, if I'm cutting out, but um, Tide Pods, okay. There, it's smacking down, and I even do it because it's hilarious. I think it's it's funny, right? That teenagers are doing this, but it's not like ninety percent of teenagers are doing no, this. It's I, probably I more like, like ten to fifteen percent. Yeah. No, no, no. I think six individuals it's, have done it. It's getting <laughs> viral enough on. It was getting viral enough on YouTube that I think it was probably a little higher. Sure, because it was I, a cha- became a challenge. Right, I think, and that's but, the problem is whenever you're like, <laughs> oh, kids these days are doing Tide Pods. Like a bunch of kids all of a sudden hear that and they go like, wait, I'm supposed to be doing Tide Pods? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, it, but it's still funny. I mean, I, I saw a commercial that Tide came out with yesterday and it was uh how they had a, a nice seal bag uh for their seal so that that babies couldn't get into the tide pods sure. and i was like that's hilarious because i kind of want to do a spoof ad of like a walk and key <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that sure. your teenagers can't and get can't get into the tide pods <laughs> that's <laughs> but <awesome. laughs> uh but yeah like um it's just one of those things where it, those labels it's like oh one person did this and all of a sudden Oh, it's a blanket statement for everybody in that, whether it's, you know, right. race, whether it's right. Every, uh, and, generation, whether it's whatever. It's like this, this is the blanket statement. And I feel like that's something we need to get away from, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's like tribalism at its worst. Oh, yeah. Getting into these like little groups and then like making up rules about the other groups. And it's, it's just like, exactly. It's never going to work. Exactly. Like, and so a whole generation of people you're going to say is, Oh, this whole generation is blank. Exactly. When it's like, 
all right, sure. But it, it, and if you were coming at it from a sociological standpoint, it was like this generation uh, has a hard time communicating with people face to face because they spent most of their time communicating with, with each their other phones. over text. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure, you're probably right. Yeah. But if you're going to say, like, oh, well, uh, kids need to start using napkins, I'm like, okay, come on. Where's this <laughs> you're going too coming far. from? You're going too far here. Come, nap, napkin industry. Right, Those yeah. Napkin was, lobbyists yeah, are hitting pretty hard. Big napkin. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was kind of my – but going back to the, the article, it talks about how with all the changes going on with millennials, you know, they're getting older. Um. Uh, they're changing some of the ways they do. They're living life differently. You know, you get married and have kids changes everything. Sure. Uh, it doesn't change everything, but it changes a lot of things. You start thinking differently, um, having to pay your own bills, those yeah. type of things. Um, and so, uh, those are, those are things we're having to deal with, but I actually think it's something that is very, um, a huge opportunity for the travel industry to go like step back and look at it and go, okay, families, like let's get them out more. Mm. And you know, you get a group of five that's family. And yeah. And I, I honestly don't even understand charging <laughs> for kids under the age of five. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> well, that to me, I mean, like if, if I brought like, and this isn't to say the kids are the same as pets, yeah. but if I ever like brought a small chihuahua with me, oh, and yeah. it was like, okay, you can bring that in, but you have to hold it the whole time. You wouldn't like say like twelve fifty please for the dog. Of course oh, yeah. not. And it's like the same with a person. It's like <laughs> so a a, a two year old baby like yeah. they're not going to go anywhere. Well, <laughs> it, that doesn't cost you anything to have them here or not. Yeah, and that's one thing I will say for like national parks and stuff is they look at it and they go, okay, it's per car. So it might cost you forty bucks to get into Yellowstone because they raise prices. But it's forty bucks a car, so that just means like, okay, fill up your car. Right. But if it's like it's forty dollars a person, all of a sudden, or even. It's fifteen dollars a person. It gets way expensive, and less people would come. Yeah, and so and um, I, I, I like that too because at least in that sense, like, yeah, you have to pay. Yeah, which sucks, but at least it's also encouraging you to invite others. Like, oh yeah, fill up your car. You know, exactly. Get your money's worth. So yeah, I, 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 pick up that guy that's pushing his uh, his bike with the trailer on the back right, of it absolutely. on the highway. That's uh, you're going. Where's this guy going? Pick him up. Take yeah. them to Yellowstone with you or take them to the national park. Right. And shout out, get a national parks pass. It's 80 bucks. And you know, you might go, Oh, but I can only go to like one or two. If anything, it forces you to go, I'm going to get out. Yeah. And do something. It, it makes you do that three, four to make exactly. it exactly. And so, uh, just, it helps you create the, okay, I got to make a trip. I got to go do something with my family. Right. Now so, I don't, I don't recommend doing that if you're, you've never been to a national park and you're just about to start. You know, maybe, maybe go yeah. see your local ones. See exactly. What, see what it's about. See exactly. If, if like, you know, cause I mean, sometimes you even have just like, there's health reasons that you can't go to like parks near you, you know, yeah. it could be a tree that you're allergic to, but okay, that's really like, <laughs> yeah, super minute. I know. Hey, I'm allergic to some the trees. Four of okay? you, there's <laughs> some trees that I know. I've been an allergy kid from for forever. No, so I'm every just, tree I'm allergic to, I'm but I still go. Uh, all inclusive, but I, I do think that, uh, you are a millennial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then tomorrow there's going to be an article about how uh, millennials aren't inclusive enough yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i just can't win uh, but i think that uh doing that kind of stuff where you're you're kind of forcing yourself to to get out at like what four parks in yeah. one year and you've you've you know that was worth it for you depending on the park sometimes yeah. it's only two yeah um, yeah if you go what zion twice yeah you, know, you did it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so 
Oh, and uh, I got I got one more. Yes, Jeez. you do. I'm so sorry. No problem. Um, okay, so I'm going to read the just title of this article because I liked it so much. Forget overwater bugalos. An Ooh. underwater villa is opening in Mal- Malda- Maldives. 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 The Maldives. It's like in yeah. every Bond movie. We, we ta- like, yeah, right. We talked about this a little <laughs> he's bit. He's hiding out in the Maldives. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I hadn't heard of this place. And then you said something like that. And I was like, oh, I have heard of this yeah. place. It's kind of like the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. Like, I bet there'd be a lot of people who can't point to it on a map, but they know that like planes disappear. In it. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, apparently, and so last uh, last week I had that uh, thing about the space hotels. And yeah. Of course, I have underwater hotels. Um, but basically, it's going to be the the world's first undersea residence, and I'm talking about like the actual dome where like you're seeing like fish like swim by your your dome. Yeah. Underwater. That'd be awesome. Uh, and they're uh, end of 2018. That'd so this be cool. Is even like. Like they're making it now. That is cool. So we need to talk to them yes. and see if we can get out there yeah, and uh, check yeah. it out for sure. Hey, just one room, please. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Like that's there's so I, I worked for this company. Um, there's a startup that uh, made these. Uh, it's called Hidden Vision TV mounts. So you can go check them out. But they make these custom mounts that you can hide your TV behind a picture or a mirror. Oh, those are really or, cool. Yeah, and I've it's seen some where they like come down from the ceiling. Yeah, That's and the, awesome. and and this one like cause some of them they like the whatever you put the painting you put on the front like rolls up and then oh. you can see TV. But this guy, what he did was he created a custom frame, and your TV fits inside of it, and so it's just on the wall, and you wouldn't even know it's there. And then all of a sudden, like they have the remote you push the remote and it comes and it turns 360 degrees it's really awesome no and the, the best one though is the one where like you can lay in bed and you just reach up and go like this and it comes out and springs out and it's like perfect viewing for tv in bed like you don't have to sit up you don't have to get your neck all you know or you right. just lay there it's like perfect perfect angle that's awesome but uh yeah but so i was working for so cool. i was working for them and uh there was a uh a boutique hotel and uh, I can't remember what the islands, like the Marshall Islands maybe, but they're like in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> and uh, it was like this resort and they wanted like 30 of these TV mounts for each of their uh, little bungalows. And, <laughs> bungalows. Uh, yeah. Like just including that in your title, yeah. I will probably read your title. Exactly. And so <laughs> like I was talking back and forth with the guy and he's like, this is how many I want, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I was trying to work out a deal like, you know, hey, uh, if I... If I pay for my flight, do I have a place to stay? <laughs> oh, sure. There yeah. You go. So yeah, throw that in. Yeah, but uh, no, those those places like I would go to those islands if I could. Absolutely, but I would do. I'd do something like that over you know going to New York City, which my wife just got back from. Oh yeah, and uh, had a really good time. But yeah, but yeah. Well, there's a couple more things. I figured we go over to Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, some Reddit comments. Here. Yeah, yeah. So there was some Reddit stuff here um, that I was gonna discuss. Um, first off was, uh, looks like, uh, French chips. That's a great name. Great <laughs> that is a, username. That is a great name. So I'm guessing French chips, uh, is, oh, says right here, you come from the UK uh-huh. and he's flying into San Francisco, um, and then doing a loop to all my favorite spots, uh, just from his map here, um, Looks like he's going around Idaho. He's just touching the edges of Idaho. <laughs> but uh, French chips, if you hear this, uh, I'll, I'll definitely go make a comment to you. But you should try to go through Idaho. Um, hit up the Sawtooth uh, National Recreational uh, Recreation Area. 
it's awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, if you like hiking and different things, it's it's a killer place. Go to Redfish Lake, uh, check it out. And Are there any redfish in that the, lake? Yeah. So it's Redfish Lake. It's called Redfish Lake because the uh, sockeye salmon will come up, uh, oh. and that's where they spawn. And so gotcha. each year they're, they're still trying to work it out because there's been low numbers with the dams and different things. Sure. They've taken out some dams. Um, they've had uh, 19 some years that make it back, uh, wow. but they get bloody because of fighting upstream. Oh. And so they're red when they get there. And because oh, okay. uh, I was going to be like, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> then it should be really called salmon. Yeah, fish but it's, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the color. <laughs> yeah, the sockeye salmon they turn red from um, kind of stream. Salmon. Yeah, wow. but uh, it sounds like a um, like a bluegrass band. I know sockeye salmon. <laughs> salmon. Well, there's actually like a, a brewery, sockeye brewery. Um, a lot of stuff played out there in Idaho based on them. But yeah, the the so Redfish Lake is called that for that reason. Um, they actually every August um, they have a run, and it's when the salmon are coming upstream. It's like it's like clockwork. It's really cool. That's awesome. But then they have a uh, fish hatchery nearby, so they bring in the, let the fish out of the fish hatchery into oh, the lake nice. to spawn, and then you have the wild ones that make it back. And each year they get more and more. But um, really cool area there. Um, and uh, the best part is is at the Redfish Lake Lodge. Oh, um, you can stay there, which is cool. But also on Saturday and Sunday mornings, they have their breakfast brunch, and it is amazing. Oh. But what's amazing about it is their bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's candied bacon, and it is amazing. It's the perfect amount of sweet and hot. And oh, just thinking about it, my mouth is watering right now. Like I'm, mm. I'm serious. And in no way is this any kind of like dig at your weight. Oh, fat joke I, coming here. You, you immediately go to a fat joke and, and <laughs> the, it's not that. There was, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, broadcasters, Jim Rome, always said, if you have to start out a comment of no offense, <laughs> somebody's about ready to get offended. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, but, it's fun if you get offended by this. Yeah. So, uh, but I want you to know this isn't about, about your weight. weight, but it's about your weight. No, it's not. <laughs> But I, I, I almost want to change this podcast to a food podcast. I know, right? Every, and, and it's not because you talk about food, but it, you have like a, a photogenic memory of like where you got the food, what oh. the food was, what it tasted like. I can't even remember what I had for dinner last night. Well, that's how you know it's good is because you remember it. Yeah, so. that's just crazy that you're but, like, uh, oh, yeah. So, and so you're going to have to go down the driveway, okay? Yeah. And you're going to have to tell Jim that you want uh, a number 16, uh, but you want it without pickles. Yes. Okay? And you want the pickles on the side. Like, it's just crazy crazy to me that okay. you could go to like this detail well it's, it's funny I admire it. <laughs> yeah it's funny because you brought up the photographic memory which people will argue whether you really do have a photographic memory sure, or not. Sure. but i do feel like i do when it comes to food yeah um, absolutely and, and I'll, like you I'll, have it on one of your senses and yeah it's taste i'll, I'll share know? a quick some people story have it with their eyes some people have it with their ears you have it with your <laughs> yeah. taste buds yeah and i'll share a quick story with you about that real quick <laughs> good uh my mom is gonna kill me but it's mother's day coming up so i love you mom and i tell this story because it will be something that will forever carry with me throughout my life. But um, we went on a trip uh, to uh, Portland, Oregon, and I was with my mom and my dad and my niece, and we were going to for a surprise birthday party for my dad's brother, my uncle. And uh, so one of my other dad's brothers, one of my other uncles, flew in from Arizona. 
we get in the minivan and I went with them to help drive because my parents, you know, are getting up there in age and I worried about them. So I was driving them and, and, uh, halfway there, it's like an eight hour drive or so. And halfway there, we used up staying at a hotel and we get one hotel room. You got my niece who just graduated high school. You have me and who's like 30 years old. Yeah. You have my dad and 72 year old dad and mom and you know 76 year old uncle in one room in one room That's so my, yeah so my dad and my brother shared a bed my mom and my niece shared a bed and i slept on the floor <laughs> yeah that sounds about I've, right. i'm the youngest i've always you know that's my spot anyway yeah, so I mean, where, where would you have rather been? I, not in either of those beds. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so like you want. yeah, well, and, and, uh, like all three of them, uh, the older ones have sleep apnea. So they got their machines. Oh, up and it was awesome. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's totally how it was. But, uh, uh, so yeah, we, we get up that uh, morning and, uh, they have the continental breakfast and my niece and I go down and we get breakfast and, my parents and my uncle, they, you know, shower, get dressed for the day. And, uh, then, uh, we come back up and my parents go down, they have breakfast. We go to the party and, uh, I know we're cutting out, stinks, yeah. but, uh, we'll get it fixed when that mic today. Every, every once in a while, your mic is just yeah skipping up too much. Yeah. So sorry about mic. that. I got but, a good mic. Yeah. <laughs> it is my, so, um, <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, so we get up, we go to the, the party, uh, which was a good time. And then the, uh, my aunt was there that lives in the Washington state. So she was there as well. And she jumped in the car with us and we decided we were going to drive up the coast and then go see, um, a great aunt and uncle. And, uh, so they jump in. So it's me and my niece in the very back seat, my mom and my aunt in the middle seats of this van. And then my dad is passenger and my uncle's driving. And so we're going up the coast and we're sitting there and my niece and I are like on our phones. Like <laughs> sure. my mom and my aunt are talking. My dad and my uncle are talking. And uh, my mom also just stops talking and goes and, and interrupts my dad and my uncle because they were talking about buttermilk and buttermilk in our family. Like my dad, all his brothers drink buttermilk. My, everybody in my family drinks buttermilk except I, for my I don't mom. Think I've ever drank buttermilk <laughs> except for my mom and my brother. I got there's eight kids in my family. That sounds so gross. <laughs> and we we love buttermilk and it's delicious. If you like sour cream, you're gonna love buttermilk. Ugh. But uh, it was you know big back. It was Are you big. saying what it's like drinking sour cream? <laughs> kind of, yeah. But, and and but uh, it it back in the day, if you actually watch White Christmas, which is one of my favorite Christmas movies, they uh, wake up in the middle of the night and they can't sleep. And so they have buttermilk and sandwiches. So it's not like crazy thing. It kind of just wore off. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, it's normal. Okay. Sure. So they're talking about buttermilk and my mom interrupts and goes, oh, speaking of buttermilk, I had the worst smoothie for breakfast this morning. It was disgusting. Tasted just like buttermilk. And I, I, and I like my ears perk up. Right. And I was like, I love continental breakfast. So yeah. I was like, there were smoothies at breakfast and I look over, I like look at my knees, there's smoothies at breakfast and my mom's just going off like, yeah. And it was disgusting. It was so gross. Like I barely drank half of it and I had to throw it away. Oh, and, uh, and I have I'm a guess like, on what this is. And, and, yeah. I, I so really hope I'm not right. you are. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm just like, what is she talking about? And so I have my mental picture in my head of what this, what this area looked like in the continental breakfast. Right. And so I'm going around the room 
And I'm like, where were the smoothies? Because I went and I saw everything. Sure. So I'm like, this is one thing I didn't try. So I'm looking around and I and I couldn't figure out where these smoothies were. And so I look at my niece and I was like, where were the smoothies? And my mom goes, just like flipping, just like, oh, I was over by the waffle maker. And I'll tell oh, you what, blah, blah, blah. I and I, I all of a sudden remember it. seeing they had blueberry <laughs> and an original yeah. And and she goes, yeah. There's blueberry flavored and original. Oh, no. And I remember the signs saying blueberry waffle mix and original waffle mix. And of course, you know they make you put it in a cup, oh. and then you fill the cup up and pour it oh, on there. God. So it has a cup no. right next to it, as that's what I you do. It. And so I like start dying laughing because like <laughs> uncontrollably like laying on the floor of the van, and I and everybody's freaking out. My dad, and mom, like what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And my mom and my aunt are confused. And my niece is just like, why is he laughing? That's and so all of a sudden, funny. like, barely can make out, like, it was waffle mix. <laughs> so everybody else starts laughing. And my mom's trying to justify, like, oh, no, no, well, I didn't know. And I was like, mom, it's not the fact that you, like, took a drink of it. Yeah. It's no. the fact that you drank half of it before <laughs> yeah. you realized. And this is coming from a lady who's known for her baking. Right. So she's like, yeah, it tasted like flour. And oh, I was like, man. well, of course it did. <laughs> oh, man. So I was, I was dying laughing. I, I just I, love to think of your mom, like, drinking it politely oh. and like <laughs> sitting there just like stewing in it yeah, like, like no i'm not so gonna say anything <laughs> but the manager should know this yeah, is a terrible this is, smoothie i well and i'm like i wonder if she complained but I, she didn't and oh, i but it's I, so goopy too oh I mean, yeah you do it right i mean it's it's not like a liquid <laughs> no it was it was totally and so she Ooh, thought it was a smoothie wow. and i was like i i died laughing oh and man, i called every one so of my good. siblings texted them <laughs> was like just just happened and uh but yeah, it was just anyway. So photographic memory, I was sitting there going like I knew everything that and where it was, and so I was using this like okay, I know where where it was at. And so as soon as she's like, it's over by the waffle maker, it hits me. Oh my goodness! <laughs> as soon as it started, but, I was like the only because the only thing I know that is buttermilk is like pancake mix or like waffle mix. So as soon well, as it and it's came like out, buttermilk's like, oh. like this much. The rest is like flour and water. Right, you know, right, like yeah. So I it was funny because we got to a, that hotel that night. And it was the same type of hotel, same company and oh, man. Uh, comfort in. And uh, I we were at the front desk and I was checking us in and I was like, um, what flavor of waffles do you have for tomorrow? She said, strawberry. I'm like, mom, did you hear that? Strawberry, strawberry tomorrow. <laughs> so the next morning we uh, we got <laughs> strawberry waffles and I had the cup because it's just this, like clear plastic cup. And right. I... Uh, handed it to my mom and we took a picture. <laughs> I'll, I'll just see if I can get that. And we can put it up. There but uh, yeah, yeah. anyway, Absolutely. so I guess that was kind of a quick story, but I love my mom. She said, I'm not allowed to speak at her funeral, um, but uh, <laughs> she won't have a choice. Cause, right. But uh, I will be talking about this story at that funeral uh, along with, cause later that night, that next night, we were all getting ready. Same situations the night before all of us in this one room, crammed in this one room and I'm brushing my teeth and my mom's brushing her teeth. And she says to my niece, hey, Kaylee, can you uh, – and she gets a little plastic bag for ice. Yeah. And like, can you go fill this with ice? I need a nice ice water before I go to bed. And because um, my mom loves her ice water. She loves a quart low of water. So get her a quart, with, a quart jar with uh, ice and water. That's so funny. But uh, my niece is like, yeah, I can do that, Grandma. And so she grabs the bag, and then she reaches around me and grabs the bucket. And starts putting – and, and my mom's sitting there watching her. And like there's this kind of dumbfounded look on her face. And she goes, oh, is that what that's for? 
oh, that would have been so much easier last night. And, we're, and I turned, I, I'm brushing my nose like, what? And she goes, well, last night I tried to get ice and it took me like 20 minutes. And she was trying to hold the bag open and push the button at the same time. <laughs> And I used when I was in high school, I worked at front desk at a hotel and I'm just imagining like, cause you have all these cameras everywhere and I'm like, whoever's working the front yes, desk had to be like laughing their head off going, um, Oh my goodness. She's trying to fill it with ice. Uh, yes. Yesterday <laughs> I went shopping at the, uh, you know the uh, Sam's Club yeah. up here near the, like the mall and yeah. has the Martins right next to it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'll park like kind of between the two places and I'll go to Sam's Club and then I'll go to Martins. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time that uh, I ever like went to Martins and I had to get a cart. Usually I stop in real quick and just grab yeah. something, but I had like a cart of something because I got like firewood and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and so I'm bringing it back over to my car and there's like a curb between the two parking lots which i didn't notice before and you went over it and i'm looking around i'm like how i can't get it so i of course i like lifted it and it was like a total pain in the butt (laughs) like i had to lift one end put it up lift the other end (laughs) wheel it across this like a half a foot of grass and they get it over the other side and as soon as i get it over to the other side i look uh down like six car spaces and there's, there's like a little a, a little path <laughs> between awesome. the two, but it was totally covered by the car that was parked right there. But I just like looking around. I was like, man, I really hope I'm out of range of yeah. this camera. Yeah, seriously. So I was like, what's this guy doing? Yeah. No, there had to like sheepishly push it through that spot. And yeah. Like to return the cart afterwards. It was bad. That's so awesome. I feel for your mom. Yeah. No. Well, and then, sometimes it's not as obvious. Yeah. Well, that's one of the one of the stories I'll probably share about. I'm sure there's a lot more stories about her, but it just great travel memory for yeah, sure there you go but uh but yeah so redfish lake uh french chips i um it's a little bit out of recommended. your yeah recommended it's a little bit out of your way it looks like you're going up through glacier and and all that so i mean either way you're gonna have a good time right um but uh you are taking a couple months so if you have time you might just sweet swing over there and then you can go up to glacier after right. that and finish your deal but um one of the things he talks about or asks he says uh he's car- doing a car rental for two months mm. a road trip from san francisco to san francisco has the map of where he's going uh, he said it's the first time that we've done something like this so we're apprehensive about what to go for is an suv worth it should we just stick with economy which companies would you recommend um, so, and he goes and he has a pretty long story about what they're doing, um, and how they're doing it and stuff. But, um, he, he brought up a good point. And the reason I want to talk about it was cause it's one of the things that I learned, um, when I was, I was actually looking to buy a scooter Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Scooter would be way fun to drive. And, and the car I was driving was a 1984, uh, Chrysler LeBaron wood paneled wagon, similar to if you watch the vacation movies uh, with Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And so it wasn't like, it wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to go on a long, long trip with this car. But anyway, I was looking at getting the scooter and I was talking to guy at the shop. And he's like, yeah, all I have is a scooter. It's like, Oh really? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, I do not door stuff. And, and we're talking and he said, I always rent. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. So I rent like once a month, he'll rent a car and go on a road trip. So I started doing that. And so I'd go on these road trips and I would just rent the car. Sure. <laughs> um, and if you do it right, like, uh, I did, uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, Priceline Negotiator, oh, Name Your Own sure, Price Tool. Sure, sure. And, uh, and did a bid. And I, like, for one trip, I went to Lake Powell, which is amazing. We're going to do a houseboat one time. Um, but a houseboat on That's Lake cool. Powell. And I was going down there, and it was just me driving. I was picking up some people on the way down there for a part of it. And uh, 
anyway, I, I put in to get a, uh, a, you know, try to, uh, oh, a bid of $11. And that was on the cheapest, like, economy car. Sure. Um, so I got for $11. Wow. A day. That's not bad. Unlimited miles, right? That's not bad at all. Um, and I get to the place to pick it up, and they upgraded me. So when I've Ooh. done this, yeah, they upgraded me to a, a Toyota Corolla, like with 12,000 miles on it, and that thing was sick. But anyway, every every time I've done this, um, I've done it probably like seven or eight times, and there's only been one time where I wasn't upgraded. Oh, so, um, yeah, so you don't pick who you're doing it from. It's just um, He also asked about airport, and I guess people were telling him that airport was a bad, you should do it in the city, not the airport. I totally disagree. I think airport is the best place to um, to rent your car from. Um, and you all like a lot of times you get upgraded because of the airport, I think, because they don't have everybody's economy. Right. So, oh, sure, yeah. Sure. But I, as far as his question about, um, I'm looking at his, the map of where he's going and yeah. it depends on how crazy he's going to get. If you're doing some off-roading, you might need some higher clearance, but if you're just staying on highways, um, and driving through like Glacier National Park, um, it's not like you're doing any off-roading in Glacier National Park. Sure. Um, you should be able to do a regular, um, like Toyota Corolla, sure. you don't have to go all the way to the SUV. Yeah, I would and say like an SUV makes sense if you are like you're here and you're doing a road trip and yeah. you want to bring a lot of things with you. But if yeah. you're already flying in and you're, I mean, you're not going to be packing a whole bunch. You're not going to check thirteen it, bags. Exactly. So there's no reason to, I think have and it, an SUV. And it's just and him. You want mile. You want efficiency, like gas efficiency, more well, than anything. And he said it's just him and his girlfriend. Um and. So he's like, maybe I want more space because they're kind of leaning toward a, an SUV. Um, the the nice thing, like the Toyota Corolla had a lot of space um, yeah, I, and a lot of trunk space. Like there'd be no problem sure. with me doing that um, for sure. But the other thing too is the, uh, you're the time of year. He's going in the summertime, mm. and so there's no snow or anything that he's going to have to worry right, about. Right. So that's where – I don't know if it's worth the extra – and it literally probably 40 bucks a day. Right. I don't know that's if it's expensive. worth the extra 40 50 up to $80 yeah, a day. If you think you might be sleeping in the car, <laughs> like I can see an SUV, so it really depends on that sense too. Yeah. Like if you think there's any chance you might be sleeping there, you're going to want a bigger car. Exactly. But I think, I think by and large you're going to just end up – I think gas is going to be your biggest concern when you're doing oh. a trip that long for, I mean, that's a lot of miles. Well, Does I think say how many miles he's, Oh, it's, it's a ton of miles. I mean, it's Ooh, a huge yeah. loop. Um, he's going through like six or seven States. That's that could be easy. Um, six, 7,000 miles. Yeah. He's going over the black Hills, uh, going through Wyoming, yeah. Montana, Idaho. Want, he, I mean, ideally you'd get a Prius. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even like, even so like, Gas, my gas isn't going to be a huge issue. He's still probably going to pay less for gas than he is anything else he's doing on this trip. But like, for I, I just know for like an SUV, you're looking at like 114 bucks, right? A day, like that's like cheap, right? right? Well, if you think about it, if you get if you're able to get like an economy car and you're paying less than 30 bucks right. a day, the difference you have in there, you could just get a hotel or bed and breakfast sure. or a different place that you can actually stay if you're not camping. Right. So, but if you have your camping stuff, I mean, then yeah, you're just, yeah. And that's really what it is. If you're and camping, it's summertime, so it's not winter. If it was winter, totally different thing, but I don't think you'd do this trip during the winter. Yeah. If you either. were camping, I could totally see, um, I could totally see an SUV, but it, especially if you're flying in, I can't imagine yeah. unless they're going to buy all their stuff here. Exactly. Um, it's, it sounds like you would just, yeah. 
be better off going with a, a smaller car. Exactly. So I'll make sure I'll drop that to you. But also the other thing is uh, just in general for general travel, um, check into renting. If, if that's one of the things, I know that's a lot mm-hmm. of t- times things will stop people from getting out and doing a road trip or yeah, going for a trip like on a weekend. Yeah, especially if you're about your car making a, yeah, a long it's like, trip like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, I have to do all this maintenance on my car just to, well, just go rent it. And it's same yeah. thing with bikes. If you're not a huge mountain biker where you're mountain biking every weekend, but you're going to go to Moab and you want to do mountain biking, right. rent a bike. Yeah. It's 35 there's, bucks a there's day. There's outfitters everywhere in those areas. Exactly. And uh, so that's that was one uh, thought I had just from that. The other, um, the other one was uh, something I thought was really cool. So uh, Shandem. Shandem uh, User Shandem. I think it's so funny that you try to like read these names. I know, right? Well, I'm just getting a shout out. <laughs> no, no, definitely. <laughs> you can't avoid it, but yeah. it's like she- one of these times it's going to be like just numbers and letters. And oh, yeah. Or like the last one where I had to uh, censor myself. Yeah. But uh, I've even seen ones where it's like they alternate between dashes and uh, underscores. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Good luck. Dash dot uh, yeah, Morse exactly. code. <laughs> uh, but Shandem from Reddit, he posted a picture uh, of a knight in the yurt. Um, in Am- Amherst, Virginia. Oh, how far is Amherst from you? Do you, you even know? Do you even know no, what Amherst I, is? No, okay. I don't think so. Oh, I've not been here. Where is it? It's in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what state. part. I, mean, I guess it's probably more of uh, Western uh, Virginia. Yeah, I would say like. But there's the picture. Oh wow! And a yurt is really cool. Uh, my wife and I've been talking about. They have quite a few out west too, but that would now, be a fun little trip. Here's a weird little uh, tip that. Usually the camping advice does not come from me. Exactly. So this is very strange. Yeah. But camping in Virginia can actually be really difficult because there's a lot of clay. Yeah. So people will try to dig. They'll even even like a uh, try to dig out like a fire pit. And <laughs> holy crap, like these plastic shovels that we brought are not cutting it. And it's, there's a lot of red clay there. So yeah. If if you uh, plan on doing any actual digging, if you're if you're digging a trench, uh, bring a real shovel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It's well, thick. It's yeah. No. And, that, and that's funny. Cause there's a lot of red clay in Utah and, and oh, uh, is that right? New Mexico and stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In New Mexico. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, these yurts, uh, yurt camping, I, that's something that's our goal is to go, uh, do a yurt in the you, next year or so. You and the lady. Yeah. Our family. Yeah. And, uh, we got a baby coming I didn't know in you August. Meant, like, me and you. Um, like if you I mean, were just, we could. If you were telling me like right now, you're like, we, we could. This is one of our goals. <laughs> yeah, yes, this is our goals. You our and goal. I. Yeah. <laughs> but I would strongly suggest that you, you go to a yurt. Yeah. Um, but it's if you don't know what a yurt is, just type it in, uh, and you'll find out what it is. But it's just like this little mobile kind of building that people's like in Idaho, the national or not national, but the Idaho Parks and Rec have them set up out in the mountains and usually hike into them. You know drive to them usually right. hike into that's them that's awesome stay in these yurts um but uh kind of just gets you know usually they don't have a lot of power um and so I'm, it just I'm, gets you away from everything i'm trying to but. decide if it's like from a comedy standpoint if it's worth trying to get a yurt pun in here a yurt like yeah pun. like uh <laughs> like well you might want to talk to your wife about this uh in case you know her feelings get yurt yurt <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's worth it, though. No, I think it's, you know, that's probably a good ending point right there. I think you just totally killed <laughs> oh, it. No. Wow, I ended the yeah. episode. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, dumb jokes are highly approved here. Oh, good, so, good. Yeah. Get used to them, guys. Exactly. Uh, more yurt puns. I'm going to hit you guys with 20 yurt puns next episode. Exactly, exactly. But, I can't. 
But in all seriousness, I think we have hit the end of the road. Yeah. Eh, no pun intended. There's big oh. End of the road. Um, you had like such a giddy smile <laughs> on your face. Like, I you nailed it. <laughs> and then I ruined it. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll, guys, we'll catch you guys on Friday. Yeah, Friday. And thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to go to gontrippinpodcast.com. Yeah. Uh, send us a comment. Contact us if you have some thoughts or yeah. ideas. And r slash uh, gontrippinpodcast. That's the subreddit where I like to put all of our all of our links for our articles and, and uh, the episodes as well, which are on SoundCloud. Yeah. So. And go to Gontrippin Inc. on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And you'll be able to yeah. uh, see some pictures of like my wife's most recent trip yeah, with those, her friends those in New York. Those are really popular. A lot of yeah, people are liking so. those. There's some cool but, stuff. Uh, one last thing on that. Like, it was kind of funny because we were talking about food. Uh, she was telling me about uh, the different food that they saw. And she's like, yeah, there's this one where it's a piece of toast and add radishes around it. And then like sliced radishes around it. And then avocado. And they like made it into a flower. And it looked so awesome. And she showed me the picture. And I believe it's on the Instagram. Nice. It looks cool. But nice. like, I'm like. Does it taste good? Yeah, I mean, or does right. it taste? I mean, or does it taste like avocado and toast? Like you know, <laughs> avocado and toast is really popular. Everything now. she showed me, it looked like. You gotta that, watch uh, your mouth. Yeah, no, it definitely looks like there's a lot of food artists. We're gonna get the uh, so, avocado uh, union on, I, I on our butts here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pro avocado. Yes, uh, we we are pro avocado here. Please yes, do yes. Not send us any hate mail. <laughs> All right. Well, don't forget to grab yourself a raspberry Coca Cola, California raspberry Coca Cola. Yeah, those are tasty. Give it a try at your local grocer and. Yeah. You guys have a great rest of your week. Yeah, absolutely. Peace be the journey. Con <laughs> trippin', my wagoneer and I. Con trippin', reading the road signs. Con trippin', one playlist at a time. Con trippin', odometer's ticking. My mountain dew and a Red Bull sippin'. I'm a road warrior on a mission. You won't find me just sitting home wishing. Cause I